a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What is time of use billing and how do you communicate that to your customers? That's what we're going to be talking about for the next few minutes. Hi, my name is Jared Dovers and thank you for joining us for another episode of Story Connect, the podcast. Uh, we are broadcasting this evening from TMEPA or we're recording this evening from TMEPA conference here in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, today, I'm joined by Mr. Brian Skelton, who is the general manager at Telehoma Utility Board. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you uh, for coming and for joining us today. And we just kind of want to spend a minute talking about um, time of use billing. Uh, everyone who is a TVA uh, provider is uh, dealing with this right now, and a lot of people in the country are dealing with this right now. And um, you guys seem to be some of the first that I had ever heard of that actually uh, really jumped on this bandwagon a few years ago. So if you could just kind of break down for us what time of use billing is and kind of what your history has been with time of use billing. Sure. Well, time of use billing is where you bill the customer based on the time of day that they use their electricity. And TUB started billing our customers on time of use rates, and that's 100% of our customers from our smallest residential customers all the way up to our largest industrial customers. We started billing them in December of 2013 on time of use rates, and we did that because TVA a few years earlier had made the announcement that they were going to bill us based on time of use rates. So we felt like, well, if we're going to be billed based on the time of day that the customer uses the energy, then we should pass on those that extra cost or that savings to them should they choose to make changes in the way they use their electricity. So Absolutely. So once that was announced, our board made the decision to put in an automated metering infrastructure system, and we put that in, uh, tested it, got everything on board uh, in the early part of 2013. So we were prepared in December December of 2013 to implement and start billing those rates, and uh, and we've been doing that ever since then. Excellent. Um, What what do you think other utilities? You know, like you said, uh, TVA switched everyone to this. So all their distributors now are on this, but not a lot have gone ahead and passed that on directly to their customers. Even if they have AMI systems, you don't necessarily see that pass on. What do you think that that hesitation has been um, from some of your other utilities in the areas that maybe you've talked to? What are, what's holding them back from moving this on to their customers? I think a lot of, um, a lot of uh, local power companies have not had the technology fully available until recently to be able to do that because you have to have a more advanced meter reading system than what was being put in, you know, six or eight years ago. Oh, okay. Because, you know, you're billing, you're, you're, you're collecting data readings, in our case, every 30 minutes, uh, and, and it's a it's a... A mountain of information to deal with and it's very complex to go through and make changes to your billing system so it, it was a large undertaking on our part to do that but but again we felt like that if we were going to be billed that way that we should pass that billing onto our customers and and you know in addition to that you know we're making some additional billing changes as tva uh, is making changes to their billing system uh, especially with our uh, commercial customers in the future so Okay, and um, those changes aren't done yet from TVA, correct? They're gonna, they're they're still sort of rolling that rolling out this how they're how they're rate structuring. They are they're going through and, and making additional changes to their rates and how they are billing the local power companies and 
you know, we're continuing to make changes. And, and again, by having so much good data from our customers, uh, we have the ability to drill down and do things like build commercial customers based on their coincident peak demand. And that's really the demand that we're built off of. The we're, we're peaking typically at the very same hour that TVA peaks. So sure. if we can shave uh, our demand, it saves us money. And if customers participate and help us do that, then we can pass on those savings to them. So we're, we're going through some, uh, you know, some approval processes with TVA right now to change those rates. But uh, in the long run, what we're hoping to do for our commercial customers, uh, you know, today you're built on your peak demand in that month, no matter when it happens to be. If you happen to set it at midnight when there's plenty of power available, you're still paying that demand. We're trying to move that toward the coincident peak billing uh, demand to where we put most of that cost on how much you contribute toward um, the maximum cost that we're having to pay TVA. So if you're willing to shed load during those peak hours or that peak hour of the month, then you have the potential to save a lot of money. But ultimately, TUB will also save that money. So we're just passing on that savings to those customers who will help us save the money. Absolutely. That sounds wonderful. How are you... Um are you engaging your, your key accounts and these industrial customers and talking to them about how they can save in this sort of a billing, um, even even with the structure you already have? How have you gotten with them on that? We certainly have with the time of use billing, and we have um, some customers who are taking advantage of that. And, and again, from residential all the way up to the, to the industrial customers, uh, we don't know what percentage of our residential customers are engaged, but we do know there are a lot of people engaged because we hear conversations uh, at social events at the grocery store uh, where someone will say, yeah, well, my husband told me that you don't need to wash clothes during these hours because that's the peak <laughs> billing time. That's great. And not to dry clothes and run your dishwasher. And those are low-hanging fruits that residential customers can make just very minor changes to the time that they use electricity and uh, help us save money, help them save money. And ultimately, if more people in the Valley do that, it'll save TVA from having to build power plants that are running during those peak hours. Uh, so far as the the new changes with the coincident peak billing that are, again, in the approval stages okay, with TVA, yeah. we will have a, a program to uh, aggressively uh, get that information out. That will only affect our larger GSA2 customers and our GSA3 customers to start with. Uh, it may drill down to smaller GSA2. Uh, two customers later on, but uh, but we will have a, a, a lot of communication with those uh, customers because again, we want them to be able to save money, and in turn, it saves us money and it helps TVA. Absolutely. Well, but for your residential customers, when you're moving to time of use in 2013, I think you said, what um, what kind of communication programs or just education programs did you put in place to help people understand why their bill was going to be different? Sure. Well. We, a few years before that, we had uh, began uh, printing a, a newsletter in each of our bills. But uh, I guess if you go back five or six years ago, we were billing on uh, just card billing, uh, postcard billing. Oh, okay. And so a few years uh, before we did time of use billing, we'd gone to a statement bill and we started doing a newsletter insert. So we started communicating that months, several months, maybe even as much as six or seven months ahead of time that this would be coming. Uh, we communicated that through newspaper ads, radio ads, newspaper stories, and our Facebook page, social media, things like that. 
And uh, we, we, we had things like magnets made up that, sh- that you could put on your refrigerator that showed the time of use that was peak and the times that were not peak. So it would be an easy reminder to know these hours in red are the hours you don't want to use your power. Sure. Do you find that people generally, it was pretty easy for them to understand energy demand and when peak hours were? Or do you think that took a lot of continued education, maybe even now? I think most people, uh, if they made the effort, would understand it because we tried to make it simple that, you know, these are the hours that electricity is more expensive. Try to use as little as you have to during those hours. Now, we aren't expecting people to turn their air conditioners from 73 to 80 degrees during those peak hours. Uh, But maybe you turn it up a couple of degrees uh, to save a little bit of electricity. But the things I mentioned earlier, uh, clothes washing, clothes drying, uh, running the dishwasher, those are all things that are real easy to shift your usage time and uh, will let you, again, take advantage of some financial savings. Excellent. And so you feel like, in general, you guys have had a pretty good response to that education program and people seem to be participating and changing the way they use electricity. We we certainly have... uh, a lot of customers who participate, uh, we are, are not uh, blind to think that uh, there are some customers who haven't changed their habits at all. They're going to use the electricity when they want to, and that's fine. And and I will say this, you know, we, I, I hope uh, as we move down the path further that TVA will create a larger, a larger separation between the peak power cost and the off-peak power cost because... Uh, having that differential where people are going to either have to pay a lot more or save a lot more uh, if they shift their their power usage, money talks, and that's when people will move. Some people are doing it for the green. They know that if they shift their power, it keeps TVA from having to run the more expensive power plants. It ultimately uh, helps TVA maybe to not have to engage in building a power plant at some point down the road. But I think you have two sections of people. You have, well, three. You have the section that is doing it for the green reason. You have the section that's doing it to save money. And then you have another group who's just going to use power when they want to. Sure. And, uh, you know, one of the the challenges is communicating and trying to educate all three of those sections and uh, what resources are available for them as far as new appliances, timers, uh, maybe even batteries. We hear some people talk about batteries at the time of use. But uh, it sounds like you guys are at the forefront of all that. So, um I really appreciate you coming and spending a few minutes with us today. Certainly. And um, again, uh, we're going to be here for the next three days at the uh, TM EPA meeting here in Nashville, Tennessee. We'll be bringing you interviews and insights here on Story Connect, the podcast. My name is Jared Dovers. I have been your host for this evening. Uh, We've been talking with Mr. Brian Skelton at Tillahoma Utility Boards. Thank you very much for joining us today, Brian, and thank you for listening for everyone. Um, Until we talk again, please keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.